This is Comic Shenanigans, episode 819, comic reviews for the releases from the week of Wednesday, October the 14th. Welcome to the Comic Shenanigans podcast. This is episode 819. It's our comic reviews uh, episode for the week of, what was it, the 14th or something like that? <laughs> it's hard to believe because it's uh, that was like a week and a half ago, but I'm finally talking about books from the week of the 14th. I'm your host, Adam Chapman, and let's run down some of the uh, books that actually came out on the 14th first. Um, I'm not talking about these books in particular, but I at least want to mention that they come out, including new issues of Batman and the Outsiders, Captain America, Captain Marvel, DC, The Doomed and the Damned, Dark Knights, Death Metal, Detective Comics, Hellions, Immortal Hulk, Injustice Year Zero, Justice League Odyssey, uh, Le- Legion Secret Origin, Marvel Zombies Resurrection, New Mutants, Rorschach, uh, Star Wars Darth Vader, Strange Adventures, Superman, The Batman's Grave, and The Flash. Uh, so what did I read? That's a good question. Uh, I read The Amazing Spider-Man number 50, um, which is not quite as big a celebration as the uh, 850th issue, um, but uh, you know, it's a, so it's a little bit smaller, um, which was, this was okay. I don't, I hope there's a lot more to the reveal than we're getting here for Kindred's identity. Um, I didn't really care for it. I've never really cared for the like, kind of betrayal of the character or like I've just... It's, and I've said this before, it's a weird version of a mystery, whereas at least with the, the Hobgoblin, he was an active character, and you were kind of like curious who he was, and what it was going to end up being, and he kept fighting Spider-Man, whereas Kindred's kind of been around, skulking around forever, it feels like, and we've been getting hints as to the identity, and we're getting like kind of the narration coming from Kindred, but... I just haven't been that interested or enthralled in any of it, and how the character has interacted with other characters, um, which, given the reveal here, seems to make a little less sense. Uh, the artwork is beautiful by Patrick Gleason. I am, however, as a trope, done with bodies being ripped out from you know where they're buried, and then kind of being you know <laughs> used in weird situations, uh, which is definitely what we get here. Um, I'm glad that we don't have the Sinister as Juggernaut kind of. Uh, uh, physicality of the character anymore because I hated that design. I just thought it looked dumb. Uh, so that was interesting. The whole kind of Norman thing here, for me, didn't quite work. Um, and I, I thought the art after Norman Osborn was shot also, the character looks relatively like small. Like he doesn't, I don't know, there's just something about Norman. Not that he should look like the just giant guy, but there's a, there's a musculature and, to, and kind of a, a stance he has. And obviously you can read part of it in that, you know, he's been brought lower than he's ever been brought before in terms of begging for his life. But I just didn't really like that. I also at times didn't really know what how the story's happening like at what point spider-man actually makes it to dr strange because you know we're seeing all this other stuff so what is the actual you know uh sequence of events um so not a huge fan of that and obviously it, it seems to be obvious per se um that we have you know that spider-man has to fight his allies who are now kind of possessed and, and taken over and then that leads into him going to dr strange but again it's not the most clear storyline set up in terms of how it's portrayed and uh yeah and I, again i didn't like that you have gwen and and her dad's bodies here i thought it was grotesque and not in a good way like i don't know i just feel like comics used to be not quite this gross <laughs> and like you know i'd like to read this with my son and i'm like i don't want to read this with my son at all uh the stuff with the ravencroft uh again you know it's weird to kind of see this version of norman kind of cleansed so to speak um and what this means, again, for, for Kindred, who has now been revealed to be Harry Osborn. Um, yeah, it's interesting. And then they, they... Okay, this bugs me. So at the end, they tell you that you can get these Last Remains bonus issues uh, that are written by Nick Spencer and Matthew Rosenberg. 
and that they're going to focus more on the possessed order of the web and Norman Osborn and a few other characters. However, it feel like having read 50.LR already, it just feels like it's just a regular issue, not like its own thing, and I just feel like they should stop doing this. They did this with the Sins of Norman Osborn as well, which again felt like just a regular issue of Amazing Spider-Man and an important one in terms of, you know, things happen. It's not just a flashback story or something, and it just feels weird to not have that be part of the main story. Uh, anyways, that's just how I feel about that. Uh, next up, we have uh, Earth's Mightiest Heroes, The Avengers. Just The Avengers. Number 37, this is the Age of Kanshu finale. Um, by Jason Aaron and Javier Garan. I do really like the artwork by Garan for the most part. Um, although at times the characters look a little small or not quite as broad, but again, I'm also used to Ed McGinnis, who makes everyone look gigantic and, and you know, amazing. Uh, so this is where it all kind of comes to a head, and you have a lot of weird kind of blendings. You have Jennifer Walters as the Iron Hulk. You got Blade as the Sorcerer Supreme, like all these kind of weird combinations. Uh, you have uh, a Moon Knight with the Phoenix Force. Uh, which is weird too. I did like that they mentioned, you know, the fact that the the Phoenix Force was nearby, and Jean knows this because it's interesting. I was trying to think about it. Like, obviously, her last her big story when she came back was all about Phoenix too. So it's interesting how this, you know, goes there, and then we'll see what this means about you know the next storylines. Enter the Phoenix. Um, it's weird to it's weird when they try to make the Phoenix more of a character who gets involved with like Avengers and other things and not just X-Men because it's just been their primary thing for so long. So it's just kind of weird. Um, but you know, an okay finale, uh, wasn't my favorite storyline of this current run by Jason Aaron, but it wasn't bad by any means. It's just, it's just kind of there. Um, I think it went on maybe a little longer than it needed to. Uh, I read Cable. This is Cable number five, even though it's X's Swords, and I haven't really read any of the other chapters yet, even though, even though I've been meaning to. Um, but I found, considering it's part eight of a crossover, remarkably well you know, put together in terms of, uh, I didn't feel like I missed anything. Like, I didn't feel like it was part of a crossover at all. Like, it, it's basically an adventure with Gene, Scott, and Cable on a space station and involves tangentially their, this, this sword. Um, at the end, kind of involves him doing what people need to do with the swords. Um, but, uh, with the, the sword of Galador. But I, I enjoy this a lot. Um, I thought it was it was interesting. It was good art, um, good you know storytelling. I liked you know kind of the family dynamic because it's so different than anything you're used to with any version of Cable. Um, so it's very different being able to kind of see him with his parents. Uh, Jerry Duggan wrote it with Phil Noto on art. I really dug it, and I think you should, would too. Uh, and again, it's it reads fairly well as a st- relative standalone, even though it's technically part of a major crossover. And last but definitely not least, we have Hawkman. And man, Hawkman has been a surprise since it started. It's been such an enjoyable book. The current storyline is just fantastic. It's called The Nth Degree, Final Justice Part 2, The Nth Degree. Uh, it's written by Robert Venditti, Fernando Pissarin on pencils, and his pencils are just so clean, and uh, everyone looks looks big, muscled, and but not too muscled. Like, it's, it all looks appropriate enough. I, you know, it doesn't look like, you know, 90s muscled. It just looks right. Like, the characters look good. Uh, great adventure here. Um, a great cliffhanger. I'm really curious how that's going to work or be settled. Um, and just the look on Carter's eye as well when he does it. It's an interesting exploration of if you've always known you've been reincarnated and now that's gone away, maybe you're more fearful of death than you ever have been in the past. Um, so I really dug this. I'm really sad that this book is ending because I have just enjoyed it so much. Uh, and then that is it. Um, so looking forward to next week, or really, you know, books that came out already, what, uh, I guess four days ago. Um, we have 
Amazing Spider-Man 50 LR, Aquaman, Batman, White Queen, sorry, White Knight presents Harley Quinn, Batman, Catwoman, Conan the Barbarian, DC's Hope of World's End, Daredevil, Dark Knight's Death Metal, Robin King, that's a long title, uh, Excalibur, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, Fantastic Four, Gardens of the Galaxy, Iron Man, Juggernaut, Justice League, Maestro, Marvel's X, I believe that's the last issue, uh, Nightwing, Spider-Woman, Star Wars, Pounding Hunters, Teen Titans, Venom, Werewolf by Night, and X-Men. Uh, so a lot of books coming out there. Uh, so thanks for listening to this episode. You can rate and review the show on iTunes, subscribe to us on iTunes, and also listen to us on Stitcher. You can also email me at comicshenanigans at gmail.com. And uh, the next episode will be a conversation with Rick Hoberg, uh, who was an artist both with Marvel and DC, uh, and also and uh, there's another a couple publishers throughout the years, but he's also worked uh, in animation, uh, storyboard animation, uh, for a lot of Marvel uh, product productions, actually. So I had a great conversation with him. I'm really excited to, um, to uh, present that, and that will be probably in a day or two, uh, so probably on the 26th or 27th of October. Thanks again for listening, and we'll catch you next time. Bye-bye.